Hey, hey, and welcome back to Transform Empowered Mindset. Guys, I am so glad that you are here joining me. If you have been listening to this podcast for more than a month, then you are absolutely a loyal listener and I greatly appreciate you guys. So I cannot believe that in like a month and a few weeks, we will be in a new year. Can you guys believe that? This year has just totally flown by. I'm not accepting it. It I do not want it to end. I cannot believe that it is almost 2023. So guys, stick around. In the new year, I'm going to be rolling out some super fun stuff that you definitely don't want to miss. So in this episode today, we're going to be digging in to part two of my interview with my sweet friend, Danielle Grubbs, who was a co-host guest with me. So in this episode, So if you guys have been struggling with your identity in this season of life and you just feel like who you are was so deeply wrapped into what you were doing and you just feel a sense of loss for who you are now, then this is the episode for you. Sometimes we simply just truly have to be patient and take one step at a time in this season of life. So I know you guys are going to leave encouraged, grab your favorite beverage, and let's jump in. Hey friends, and welcome to Transform Empowered Mindset. I truly understand what it feels like to find worthiness, purpose, set boundaries, and feel validated as a stay-at-home mom. So if you're ready to find strength through faith to overcome negative thoughts, set goals and boundaries, transform your mindset, and be encouraged, then my friend, you're in the right place. Let's show up with the magic that we've been given by our creator. So go ahead, reheat that coffee or pop that kombucha and let's dig in. And with any measure of hope, I, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's been a crazy season for everyone. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just can't imagine trying to do this and trying to raise kids Mm -hmm. these days without the hope of Christ and knowing that, you know, there's so much grace Mm -hmm. in all the ways that we, on a daily basis, I feel like, oh, I missed that opportunity or, Mm -hmm. oh gosh, I shouldn't have responded like that Mm -hmm. and everything. I mean, just that hope of knowing, you know what, I'm telling my kids every day, you've got to know Jesus. I can't know Jesus for you. And then they're coming on a, you know, my daughter on a Wednesday night, both on a Sunday morning. And they're hearing that from everyone else. Mm-hmm. Every grown up that they know and love and respect mm-hmm. is saying the same thing to them. Yeah. And, and, you know, so hopefully yeah. <laughs> you just, you know, just trust that when you yeah. send them out into this world that they're going to know oh, yeah. the truth okay. and they're going to be okay. Yes, yeah. man, it's, it's sketchy it's, out there. <laughs> it is. It's tough. And, yeah. you know, they're covered. So mm-hmm. they have no choice. But to, even if they wander, they'll be back for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely putting because I know when I my daughter got older and I was attending church, um, the children's ministry, actually, like I felt convicted, like, man, they're do- teaching the kids like this. And I don't even teach her like this at home. And so I was yeah. like, man, I really like I have to increase my time that I spend with God and my relationship with him so that I can be able to teach and instill um, the principles in her and that discipline in her. And they watch us like for more than anything, they watch us and it's more about what they see than what we tell them. Cause we can tell them all day, read your Bible, pray. But Mm -hmm. if they never see us reading our Bibles, 
praying, they're going to be like, well, you never did. Right. Exactly. So they're yeah. going to get to that point in yeah. their age. You're going to be like, excuse me. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I definitely, uh, as parents, we should be their role models with that for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we'll never regret it. Cause I mean, I have grown so much since I have dedicated my, t- my morning and my nights to God. So, oh yeah. Cause yeah. it's really where the true growth comes from. Mm-hmm. And you know, as hard as certain seasons can be, I feel like I grow the most in those seasons mm-hmm. and growing is rough and it, it can hurt and, um, and all of that. But I mean, if our kids see us depending on God in these tough seasons while they're young, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, that's just going to serve them well. And just being super honest with, you know, my kids has been one of our big things that, you know, when I'm having a hard day, I tell them I'm having a hard day. Mm-hmm. Um, they see me praying and, and I fully believe that my healing is coming. Yes. Oh yeah. But in the meantime, you know, I'm not going to stop pressing in and I'm not mm-hmm. going to stop, um, giving my time to God because I mean, it all belongs to him anyways. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm just grateful that we do, you know, we have the support of, uh, our church family and stuff here because I don't think I don't think I would have been able to pull back and be as mm-hmm. honest as I was able to if I wasn't as plugged in mm-hmm. and didn't have the um, real family around me that I did I I would have pushed through longer yeah. and um, really not given my body a chance to rest or relax or mm-hmm. you know heal so yeah it's yeah. awesome. Um, do you feel that you would have been able to hear God as well as you do if you would have been still like serving and um, doing all the things you were doing before you'd made a decision? Like, all right, I know that it's time for me to step back. Do you think that you'd be writing your book right now? No, no. Oh gosh, no, no. Because even though, even though the church ministry. I mean, it really, it's not like it took up all my days and nights and everything. Right. But I had so identified my, um, just my entire walk, my entire life as that's who I am. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not doing that, then who am I? If I'm not Mm -hmm. serving, who am I? If I'm, if I, what would it be like if I came to church and just showed up? Like, oh my gosh, heaven forbid I just sit (laughs) in a service, you know, that would, oh my. Like, you know, I just was so afraid that if I was honest and um, said no sometimes that I was going to lose people's uh, respect. I was going to lose people's love. I was going to lose their um, just their good opinion of me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of that, I think, stemmed from growing up and having, you know, just not healthy um family around and especially, you know, just those hurtful words from a father, uh, you know, saying you're not going to be good enough and all of those sort of things that, that really fueled me to, I wanted to, I was a yes person. I wanted to please everyone and make everyone feel happy and make sure everything was good and control whatever situation I could. Mm -hmm. So I think like that ability to be in charge, uh, so to speak of kids church, like I was like, okay, I've got position I've right. got, you know, and, and, and not that I didn't do it for the kids. Cause I absolutely right. did. And I did do it for God, but, mm-hmm. 
but it was almost more of a performance as it w- than it was truly serving completely out of the right aspect, you know? Yeah. And so um, I don't regret a moment of doing that, right. but how much more effective would I have been yeah. had I been doing it, um, uh, you know, simply because God asked me to and not yeah. out of feeling like I needed to earn people's love and care and affection and all of that. And, um, yeah, like it was the season to do that. But when the season came to say no, I thought that that was just the end of my being useful or having any purpose or anything like that. I was like, is God taking this from me? Am I, you know, what am I supposed to do now? Kind of thought. And so I really, really started to get depressed when the closer it came to the beginning of the year, knowing I was about to hand this over. And I really wanted to be super involved in the process of training, um, the next people. And I wasn't. And so I was like, like my hands were off before they were even off. And so I was like, Oh gosh, what am I going to do? And, and so like, I want to be useful. Right. (laughs) Like I, yeah, I, like I needed to be needed Mm -hmm. and I was like, they're, they're actually going to be fine without me. And, and then that kind of, I was like, oh, look how well it's going. Look at all yeah. this fun stuff they're doing and it's going really well. Oh, look, they've got games playing. It's yeah. going so well. And I was almost like hurt. I was like, oh gosh, they really don't need me. me. Yeah. And then it became this, like I came to church a few times and then I was like, oh my gosh, this ministry wasn't ever, it wasn't ever, ever, ever supposed to be built on whether or not I can make it on a Sunday. Hmm. It wasn't ever supposed to be like that. And so the fact that everything is thriving and the kids are doing so well and, you know, my son's in there every Sunday and he's working the computer and just having a great time. It's such a relief now. Yeah. And being able to go, okay, God, all right. (laughs) If I need to stay home on a Sunday and watch from home to let my body rest after a long week, Mm -hmm. I can do that. Yeah. it's, you know, it's God shown me this shift and, um, you know, him bringing back the dream of being a writer and all of this stuff. It's just, it's been this beauty in pain. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we think, oh, we're going to get to this place mm-hmm. and things are going to be so great. But in reality, a lot of times it's looking for God in the midst of the pain yes. as opposed to once this pain is away then everything's going to be great. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he's really teaching me to see him and what he's doing in the middle of everything because he's in it. Yeah. And it's like who we become through that pain that we're going through, who we become. It's just, man, it's something that God will be able to use in your next season of life. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Endurance for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. Awesome. Endurance is something like, I feel like we all want, Mm-hmm. But it's so rough and hard mm-hmm. to build. It is because you really have to go through things to build it. Mm-hmm. It's not just something that you, you really know, have like, to trust. It's like going oh, yeah. down a dark road, no lights, and you're like, God, okay. You say, keep mm-hmm. moving. We're gonna keep moving. Yep. But any minute, I feel like I'm gonna be taken out, or you know, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna make it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I think um, one of our pastors said. You know, the scripture says that God will give you, you know, the lamp to your feet, the light to your step. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say the light to the next mile. Mm-hmm. It's like the light for your 
step. That very yeah. next step. So good. He's going to illuminate and he's going to guide you. But he very rarely gives you two steps ahead. <laughs> I'm like, right. Oh, Lord, if you could just show me, you know, my five-year plan, you know, like yeah. that would be so great. Yeah. Show me, show me how I get here. And he's like, no, you're just, you're going there. Yes. One step. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. but it is. It's, it, and I've, you know, when you walk with God or, and you watch other people's walks and um, you see what it looks like when you do trust Mm-hmm. And you do take that next, just that one next step. You're like, okay, right. I can kind of see what you're doing here. Exactly. Thanks. <laughs> like ammunition for the next yes. year yeah. where you're like uncertain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How it's going to go. I yeah. think that's part of the reason why God calls us to do this life in family mm-hmm. and to do it with community because gosh, there's some times where it's easy to just get really bogged down in your own life. Mm-hmm. But when you're in small group and when you're in, you know, when you're, when you've got close sisters and, yeah. and stuff in the Lord, you can go, Oh, but you know what? I saw him do it for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me look back. Okay. I remember him doing this for me, mm-hmm. but sometimes it takes that trigger of, Oh, look what God just did in their life. Yeah. Wait, what has he done in my life? Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Reflecting. He's it. been there. <laughs> thinking back on when he has moved yes, all those yeah. many times he has moved mm-hmm. and when we're in the midst of like a difficult season it's so easy to forget like yep. what he's walked us through already yeah. um definitely oh yeah um but yeah those small groups are very helpful and oh, to gosh, know that yeah. okay i'm not the only one struggling with this mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. i'm not the only one so it yep. definitely makes it easier to get through it when you're not alone for mm-hmm. sure absolutely yep yeah, so I feel like when we um, don't know what God's purpose is for us in a season of life, especially a new season of life, it can leave us very like frustrated, anxious, and it's just not a comfortable feeling. Yeah. Um, and I know that when we take time to dig into scripture, it's like the word is alive. So it's like sometimes it illuminates off the page and you're like, this is what you have, you're having me do in the season. I know for me with my girls, when I first was home with them, I didn't know like, why I was home outside of the self-explanatory stuff, but just what I was supposed to be doing, that was raising them, raising disciples. And I'm like, okay, so how do I do that? And just digging into his word to find out what I'm supposed to be doing with my kids um, has made a life so much easier. Um, Do you feel like you have um, gained more clarity now that you know what God's purpose is for you um, in your new season of writing a book? Yeah. So I think it reminds me of like the scripture where, you know, Abraham uh, is called out into the wilderness, but he doesn't really know what he's doing or where he's going. God's guiding him. And then you think about it and you go, oh, you know what? Abraham never got to see the promised land. Mm -hmm. And um, that's kind of how I I see the season that I'm in right now is Mm -hmm. God's calling me to do this thing. And, um, I'm just going to be obedient and maybe I won't even see the fruit of it. Maybe I'm writing this book for one person that I Mm. never, ever meet. Yeah. Um, and that's okay because when it comes down to it, you know, I, I was talking with friends last night, you know, we don't bring, you know, financial gain with us to heaven. We don't bring, Mm -hmm. you know, posterity or anything, Mm -hmm. you know, that the world would put value on with us. We bring people. And so when we're, you know, at home with our kids um, and we, you know, hone in on those teachable moments and we show them what it's like to 
you know, to walk with God, even in struggle, um, and to follow dreams, to write the book, to do the podcast, to do the different things that God calls us to, we're, you know, we're gaining ground with people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, I'm a, if you're familiar with the Enneagram, I'm a two, I'm mm-hmm. a people person, hardcore. Yeah. And so, um, God's worked in me you know, over the last few years for it to be a healthy thing, um, (laughs) which is a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, cause I was like, when I found out, I was like, I don't want to be a two. (laughs) It's so sad. But now I'm like, you know what, God, you're, you know, you've, these are the giftings you've given me. I'm an encourager like yourself Mm -hmm. and all of these different things, you know, like God's given me the opportunity to do that and how cool that I get to do it in this way that I dreamed about doing as a little girl. And so really I'm just trying to enjoy the process and go, God, whatever you do with this book, it's yours. Like if I am literally going through all this to write it for one person, um, or if I'm just going through it for my kids to see, Mm -hmm. Hey, it's okay to follow your dream. Yes. Um, even if it takes you until you're you know, like me, I'm 33, um, to, or, or if you're like, you know, 85, you know, whatever, right. whatever the process is, I would say just, just go for it and, yes. and let God give you just one step and be okay mm-hmm. with that. Because sometimes if we saw, sometimes I feel like if I saw the whole laid out plan, as much as I feel like I would like to, mm-hmm. it would probably terrify me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, He's I'm like, like God, you can't you handle knew I all that needed. I have for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause it's so much bigger, so much better than what we could ever mm-hmm. plan for ourselves. And, um, I know I feel like I need yeah. to write that on my wall. Yes. Every time I start questioning, just write that on yes. my wall. Yeah. Your plans are better than my plans. I mm-hmm. couldn't handle everything that you have yes. in store for me. Yes. Well, because I think about that and, um, you know, with with your story, and I don't know a ton of it, but because um, uh, we're just getting to get to know each other a yeah. little better now. And so I just think about, you know, I, I met Brian before he was married to you basically mm-hmm. through Chelsea yeah. uh, and, and everything. So I met your husband before I met you, of course, and then, um, getting to meet you and then your beautiful babies <laughs> and, and I, you know, fallen in love with Kalia and, and herself and everything. And so, so, so cool. Um, but when you were first becoming a mom mm-hmm. with Kalia, could you imagine where you are now? Oh my gosh. I would be like, that's not me. That's not my life. Right. <laughs> somebody else. Yeah. Like I would still be working, uh, at the hospital, hustle, bustle, life, mm-hmm. doing it the world's way, honestly. Yeah. Um, and that just makes me think about the scripture. I'm not sure where it's at, but we live in this world, but not of it. And mm-hmm. so many times I have to remind myself of that to be careful yeah. and make sure I'm not trying to do what he has planned for me the way that I see the world doing it. Cause that is yep. not the way that he's going to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's this holy hustle where it's like, Mm -hmm. you know what, I'm going to put my hands to exactly what you want me to do when you want me to do it Mm -hmm. for the length of time that you want me to do it. And I'm not going to hold on to it because I probably had it not been for this health stuff and everything. I would be an 80 year old gray haired lady and they'd (laughs) finally be like, Danielle, maybe, maybe move out of kids church. Like I would still (laughs) 100% 100% be showing up every Sunday at seven o'clock in the morning, popping popcorn, hanging out with <laughs> these kids bomb. every Sunday. And so, yeah, like, like that's my son's like, 
you know, you're going to make popcorn in heaven. That's going to be your job in heaven. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) hey, you know what? There are worse things. And so, so, you know, but now I still, I'm still in there teaching, you know, you know, a Sunday morning a month and more when needed. And so I still get to do what God has called me to with kids um, and impact them the way I was supposed to, but it doesn't have to be mine. Right. It doesn't have to be on me mm-hmm. in this season and that you know I found so much freedom in that and going God you take it like it's mm-hmm. all yours I don't have to hold on tight to any of this because you're the only one I need to hold on tight to yeah you know which is hard especially as moms you're like oh mm-hmm. I just want to control the things and keep my oh, baby man, safe and control. do oh gosh yeah yeah, yeah. and okay. I I'm like, how did our moms do it? There was no cell phones. Mm -mm. I couldn't keep tabs of my kid 24-7. You know, my mom was working in one town while we were in school in another and all of this stuff. I'm like, how how did you do this? Mm -hmm. And still, you know, make sure we had food and all of this stuff. And I I still don't know. It still amazes me. Like, they were so, those yeah. 90s mamas were some tough they ladies, oh, like yes. Definitely. <laughs> resilient as can be. <laughs> and so um, it's just amazing, you know, because you see your parents struggle. Mm-hmm. And I know my mom struggled hard financially mm-hmm. to, to care for us and everything. And you want to give, you know, better to your mm-hmm. kids and you want to grow and all that. But sometimes I think one of my biggest blessings from my mom was watching her struggle. Mm-hmm. because it taught me so much about endurance and resilience mm-hmm. and all of that. And I was like, man, I'm grateful for her struggle yeah. because it grew me. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and so why would I expect my kids to benefit from, you know, this blessed cushy life, you know, mm-hmm. right? No, like we grow in struggle they, and they've got to see the struggle and, you know, we need to not hide that. And, yeah. Let them see us be really real with God. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Absolutely. I greatly appreciate it. I know that everybody was blessed by your story and that that book is going to make an impact in a lot of people's lives. So thank you for following the call that he has in your life. <laughs> oh, yeah. And thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Good. Well, before we uh, close out, any final words of encouragement that you would like to leave with a, a stay-at-home mom who's currently in that that sticky, that hard spot where she's just mentally struggling, but she knows that she, at some point she will get to, to tap into the dreams that she knows God has for her? Yeah, I would just say remember that it's all seasons. And um, don't wish away the season that you're in because as hard as it is when it's gone, uh, you're going to wish it was back. My son yesterday is, he's 10 years old and he is the biggest, sweetest snuggler in the world. But we went out in public yesterday and for the first time he didn't hold my hand. And I was like, Oh my gosh. (sighs) And so, you know, they grow and they change and you only get to see them in that time for that short period. And, um, and even in the the day to day, the mundane, like there's going to be a day where you're not changing diapers. There's going to be a day where you're not rocking little ones to sleep or tucking them in for the fifteenth time in the same night. And I promise you, there really is. Um, there's you know, there's an end to these things, and then you really realize, oh gosh, maybe that wasn't the, maybe it wasn't the um, the hard 
spot that it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there was more blessing in it mm-hmm. than I realized. And maybe there was more calling in that moment than, than I realized, because when it comes down to it, these kiddos are our legacy. Mm-hmm. This is what we leave behind for the world. That's going to know who we are. And, um, they're, you know, people are what we bring to heaven. And so even the, even in the moment you're in, even if it's, you know, baby cereal in your hair, rocking jammies all day, barely have enough time to take a shower for yourself moments and you're in that um, crying out to God instead of that giant slaying, awesome, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'm doing great kind of moment. There's so much calling and so much growth that's going to come through that, mm-hmm. um, that you're going to rely on that strength that you um, really developed um, in a season to come. So that's awesome. There you guys have it. So many golden nuggets to take away from this one, guys. I truly hope that this episode today will help you to just have endurance in your own journey, have sustainability in this season of life, and just really lean into all of the hard days and with the assurance that it is going to help you in your next season life. Everything that you experience and that you are battling and that we go through, it is not a waste, my friend. It is absolutely not a waste. And I mean, for one, you'll be able to help another mom who may be coming up behind you. But trust me, you are building mental strength and mental toughness. So I really hope that you guys were truly blessed and encouraged by today's episode and that from today's co-host guest, you know that you are absolutely not alone and the stuff that you go through and that we are all in this together, my friend. Thank you guys so much for joining. Please remember, if you have not left me a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be so grateful if you would do that for me. It takes about 30 seconds and it would allow visibility to other moms who would also benefit from the show or you could simply directly share my episode with her um, to help her in this season of life as well. Also, if you would like to stay in the loop with everything that's going on around here, then click the link in the show description that says count me in. Lastly, if you didn't know, we have a special community group just for us moms in this season of life called Transformed Empowered Moms. If you would like to join the group, just click the link in the show notes that says Transformed Empowered Moms and I would love to see you in there. Thank you guys so much for joining me and I will see you guys back on Monday. Hey mamas, if this episode has encouraged, motivated, or inspired you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. I can be reached at support at KimberlySexton.com. Remember to click five stars and leave a review. Please and thank you. Bye.